Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Theo and Amber podcast. It's been a while, but finally, me and you can get together right now. I'm with Coach Amber, and we can hit on something really cool today. Let's be short. Let's be sweet. we got to get to our next training session. We had a talk last Saturday about our top 10 nutrition habits for highly successful eaters. That's what I'm calling it. And what we want to do is go over the cliff notes right now. So we came up with the top 10 habits. Nutrition is a hard thing to talk about. Main thing is everybody's different. So even though we know what healthy foods are, what we've learned over the years is we can't tell you necessarily what exactly to eat because you're different than me. And what I can eat, maybe you can't eat even if it's a healthy food. And you're going to hear us talk about that more in here. But the other thing is the best answer to a nutrition question is it depends. So people will be like, should I do keto? Should I, do, should I fast? Should I do high carb, high protein? You know what? First of all, Wait till you hear nutrition principle number one because we got to get there first. But the other thing is it depends. So let's breeze through our top 10 nutrition habits for highly successful eaters. These are the things that we've come up with that we said we're going to drill them in to our members' heads constantly because these are habits that we have to form. And once we get these things down, you're going to see some amazing results. So top 10 nutrition habits starting with number one, eat real food. So when people want to ask us, what supplement should I take? Or what diet program should I follow? We say, look, can we just eat real food, please? So let me talk about this real quick and you jump in if you want to say anything, Coach. Okay. Real food, what is it? I think we've gotten so far removed from it. And our philosophy is it was God created. So did God put this food on the earth? Did it come from the earth? Single or minimal ingredient. We gotta get back to that, straight from the farm or as close to it. These are things like grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised, wild-caught. These are the terms that you'll see on packaging. Unprocessed, unrefined, or at least as minimal as possible. So real food, it's stuff like fruits, veggies, whole grains, healthy fats, legumes, seeds and nuts, Unsweetened plant-based milks like almond milk, coconut milk, oat milk, and then pasture-raised eggs. You mean pizza's not a real food? Pizza's not a real food. We don't grow pizza on bushes. No, that's what I always tell my kids. You're not going to go outside and see a Pop-Tart tree growing. <laughs> it's not a real food. But hey, here's the thing. Some people just don't know. Right. Like that's how far we moved. we've come from real food. Some people just don't know. Free-range organic poultry, wild-caught seafood. If you are going to do dairy, organic from pasture raised. So real food, we always think of it like this. The, the one question you should always ask yourself is how did this food get to my plate? And if you start to think about the least amount of processing, the least amount of manufacturing. The least amount the of ingredients. Yeah. So when you look at a food like uh, apple, that's an apple, right? It's one ingredient. Um, when you think of a, a packaging that has uh, so many ingredients you can't even pronounce, where you're getting further and further away from real food so we just got to get back to real food number two number two is eat mostly plant-based we're not going to promote not eating meat we know a lot of people out there love eating meat uh, but it shouldn't be as much as we do on a daily basis keep it manageable we don't need as much protein as we think we do uh, the best protein sources are what well, go ahead well like you know if you are going to do it we always say stuff like no legs so that's like fish right i think that's the first source to go to right two legs would then be chicken or turkey 
and then four legs. So beef, pork, meaning that it should be the you know you shouldn't be eating beef and pork right a lot as much right yeah so that's how we think of it. I always remember Dr. Hyman, who's amazing, um, stating you should your plate should be mostly plant based and your your meat should be a condiment. Yeah. So when you think of it that way as a condiment, it really makes you think more about placing vegetables on your plate versus yeah a large oh, amount yeah. of protein. Because the way I'm raised, especially. Wanting to be fit and muscular as you eat protein as the biggest. Well, think about when you go out to eat at a restaurant. When you get a steak or something, it takes up the majority of the plate. So we got to steer away from that as much as possible and reshape our minds and think, you know, we need to have a smaller amount of the protein and more veggies on our plate. So number one, eat real food. And number two is eat mostly plant-based, like whole grains and fruits and veggies. We just love that. You'll feel so good if stuff that, again, is coming from the earth that God created. It was meant to go in our bodies for a reason. He put things in these foods from the earth that are meant to go into our bodies for a reason. Our biological processes will work best when we're eating real food and mostly plant-based. And you know, one thing we talked about at our, or our nutrition night last week was, you know, stop thinking so much about what's happening on the outside and focus on what's happening on the inside. Because a bodybuilder, for example, could look amazing. His physique could look amazing, but we know they're eating eight pieces of chicken breast for meals that's not necessarily the healthiest on the inside. And I know ex-bodybuilders that will tell you that. Heart health. Yeah. They realize like that meat consumption was just getting out of hand. You can do it vegan and plant-based, but I'm just saying. So that's that's one great thing to think about. I love what you said. Meat as a condiment. Mm -hmm. Number three, nutrition principle of healthy people is drink water and mostly water and mostly only water. I think that's our one of our biggest that we try to stress even as like a first step when people are trying to change their habits. Yeah, because what we have found over the years is so many people aren't even drinking water. So they're saying things aren't working, but they're not even drinking water. Right. And it's just so important. Are there other things you can drink? Yeah, but let's just focus. Are you drinking mostly water and only water? And half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Half your body weight, great. And more on the days that you're working out. Cool. All right, so number four. Organic versus non-GMO. Well, no, organic and non-GMO. Oh, that's fine. I'm sorry. Eat mostly organic, non-GMO. Organic is, uh, well, first of all, just because it says organic doesn't mean it's healthy. So make sure you know that. Organic cookies aren't healthy. Um, So you don't always know if organic is healthy because people can still lie. People can do the bare minimum to make something organic. So you got to be careful. But it's supposed to mean that it's like getting it straight from the farm. And, uh... It's produced without using like pesticides, fertilizers, synthetic ingredients. So there's just uh, not all that like bioengineering that's happening, which is GMO. GMO means genetically modified. So you don't want things that are genetically modified. Think about fruits and veggies that are genetically modified. That means they are being altered at the genetic level. So a tomato that is GMO is not technically not the tomato God created it to be, which means your body will not digest it and process it and absorb the nutrients like it's supposed to. So eat organic non-GMO most of the time as much as possible. Do you have your dirty dozen? I do. You want to tell them real quick just because it's a cool thing to think about? Yeah. So um, the Environmental Working Group has a website and every year they update the top uh, 12 foods that you should always buy organic Um, and this year's is apples grapes nectarines strawberries being number one celery peaches 
sweet peppers, uh, potatoes, tomatoes, hot peppers, cucumbers, spinach, and kale. So those are the list that you should always buy organic because it usually means that it, they're highly so the pesticides. Ones, yeah, so those if you don't get those organic, they're covered in stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So those are the ones that you really always want to focus on um, buying organic. Uh, the clean 15 are things like broccoli, mushrooms, cabbage, cauliflower, cantaloupe, melon, avocado, sweet corn, pineapple, frozen peas, onions, papaya, eggplant, asparagus, and kiwi. So those are the ones that are pretty clean that you don't have to worry about this year buying organic. So, okay, so you don't have to stress about buying organic. Awesome. 30 dozen, clean 15. You can always Google those if you need that list of reminders again. Awesome. Number five, identify. Really, really important because sometimes you can feel deflated, frustrated, not know how you can pull this off. One of our most important, simple, successful tips that we would tell anyone is identify your nutrient deficiencies, your micronutrient deficiencies, your food sensitivities, and hormone imbalances. So this has been a key discovery of ours over the years. It is a, a fast track to accelerating your results. It's a way to optimize your life and optimize um, your nutrition by just getting some blood work done and it's not ex it's not inexpensive it's expensive it's an investment but you 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 can do it on your own right you can do it on your own you can really fine-tune yourself and figure out what you should eat and what you shouldn't but it's so hard it is so hard by doing some simple tests like a food sensitivity test or some blood work for micronutrient uh, deficiencies you can figure out what you're deficient in do you need certain uh, foods to, to or supplements to increase vitamins and minerals. Uh, if you're deficient in things, that can cause a lot of problems. If you're deficient in things, that can cause a lot of problems. So you want to know what issues you're having. And if you have food sensitivities, you can be eating healthy, but healthy foods that you're sensitive to are causing inflammation in your body and a lot of damage. So we always recommend to people now, if you really want to take it to the next level, go ahead get some blood work done and identify the issues that you're dealing with. And again, it takes the guessing game out of it. And now you've got proof and you just figure, you just feel so much more confident that what you're doing is right. Let's hit on, um, well, so eat real food, eat mostly plant-based, drink mostly water most of the time, eat non-GMO and organic, organic and identify micronutrient deficiencies, food sensitivities, hormone imbalances. Let's breeze through the next two because these are, podcast in themselves yes number six is sleep i think you should talk about that because it's your favorite thing to do oh yeah so we cannot neglect it because sleep affects nutrition sleep affects energy sleep affects your metabolism your appetite stress levels and we all are going to say we don't need sleep but it's a lie and you got to think and just focus on how can you get better quality sleep uh, science proves time and time again every human being needs at least seven and a half hours. There's very, very, very few people that can survive optimally on less than that. But here's what you have to know if you need to know a why and need motivation. Sleep helps regulate your digestion and food absorption. And you've got two main and hormones, for example. And vice versa. Yeah. Eating right helps you sleep. So ghrelin and, and um, what's the other one? Leptin. Leptin. <laughs> brain froze that get messed up which affect your appetite which affect your metabolism and if those get messed up because you're not sleeping great well now you can be eating and not being satisfied so you eat till you're stuffed 
instead of being satisfied because your hormones are off. Like it's like your body's fighting against you. Also, your metabolism slows down. So now you're wondering why everything's sticking to you and you're holding on to body fat. Well, your metabolism slowed down because your biological processes did not recalibrate overnight from quality sleep. So sleep and nutrition are in your control. This is what's cool. Don't freak out about getting to the gym six days a week for two hours a day. You can focus on sleep and nutrition and get your life really, really healthy. Uh, the fitness and working out should be after those two things for sure. CBD helps. We sell CBD. We promote it big time. Helps get some really deep quality sleep. And I take it every night before I go to bed. And I love it. Yep. We have a CBD podcast. You can see um, and check it out and hear more about that. And CBD also helps with our next big number. Number seven. Which is reducing stress. Yeah. So reducing stress, again, we could talk about it all day. We can't. We just got to hit on it. Stress affects the way your body, again, digests, absorbs, assimilates food. So if you're really, really stressed out, that in itself can affect when you eat, how you digest it. You may not get the nutrients you need because you're in a stressed out state. And what do we all do when we're stressed out? We emotionally eat. So we would be doing a great disservice if we didn't include it on our top 10 it needs di- it need we could dive into it more it needs more i guess um conversation around it but stress is wreaking havoc on people's mm-hmm. systems and we all know that stress hormone cortisol that is being really messed up in so many people so again reducing stress is really huge to get your nutrition down number 8 is the 1921 rule eat real foods 19 out of your 21 weekly meals so that's like based off of the typical 3 meals a day seven days a week. I just have this rule in my head because one thing about having these rules is you can't be, um, you can't measure, if you can't measure stuff, you can't grow. So in my head, I need to know, well, what am I shooting for? And so I come up with these little rules like the 1921 rule. I think, you know what, if I wanted to be at my best, I would be eating 19 out of 21 meals. Great. Real food, organic, non-GMO, mostly plant-based, drinking plenty of water, right? Right. And if you mess up those other two, I eat whatever I want. This is a mindset relaxation tip. You see me. You know I eat bad food, right? Not all the time. But Sometimes. you know if two meals a week, I could care less. Right. I will smash some cheeseburgers and french fries. <laughs> and not even think twice. It relieves me to know that two meals a week, because this isn't about deprivation. Right. This is about delayed gratification. And this I think about, that, that rule also sets people up for success yeah. versus feeling like failure if they had to eat. 21 out of 21. And I mean, that's the ultimate goal. You can't eat perfect. Right. That's the ultimate goal is to try and get as close as you can to eating real foods all the time. But don't stress out about it. Some weeks you're going to only eat 16 great meals. You might eat five terrible meals and you don't stress out about it. You've got your baseline measurement that you fight hard to get back to. So you know if you're on point. And that's all. It's just a great rule. 1921, one of my favorite things just to think about how can I uh, measure my success. So, number six, sleep. Number seven, reduce stress. Number eight, 1921. It's not about perfection. It's about progression. Number nine, 10 to 12 hour break between dinner and breakfast. Some people love to fast. Some people get great results. Some people don't. In general, just taking a 10 to 12 hour break has shown it doesn't do, I mean, pretty much anyone, unless they have severe issues, can do it. And it's good for the system because they're taking that break between dinner. So if you stop at 9 p.m., you're taking a 10 to 12 hour break. You might not eat breakfast until 9 a.m. the next morning. It's really not that hard and so many people do it naturally. It's not hard, right. But what does it do? Cleans out your system. 
Let your digestive tract reset. relax. Yep. Reset. It takes so much energy to digest food. It gives it just a break. Let you get into a little bit of um, body fat burn, burning that extra storage. And if you um, if you are not used to that length, you just gradually increase mm-hmm. to make sure you feel good when you do it. So 10 to 12 hour break between dinner and breakfast. Breakfast. Last Seems one. to be very, very successful people. Last one is... Chewing slowly. So simple, right? I'm not good at this one. But so simple. It is so easy, and I still forget to do it. And I would just say, like, what it's doing is breaking down all that food. Because digestion starts with saliva. Like, when you start chewing up food, your digestion is starting. And so chewing all that food up as much as you can. Now you're not swallowing huge clumps. You're making it easier on your system when it does go down through the whole process of digestion. And what else does it do? It's slowing you down so you can, your gut can communicate to the brain that you're stuffed right. or satisfied. When you eat so fast and quickly like I do sometimes, you still feel hungry because you haven't had time to digest your food. If you need a number. And then I still feel hungry. I like to chew 30 times before I swallow. And you literally count in your head half the time. Until it becomes a habit and you know. All right, sweet. So guys, those are the top 10. We didn't elaborate, but we hit on them pretty quick. Eat real food. Please, can we just get there? Let's get to real food that's supposed to go in your body. God created it. How did it get to your plate? Think about those things. Eat mostly plant-based. Drink mostly water and only water most of the time. Eat organic and non-GMO most of the time. Identify what's going on in your body. Blood work, food sensitivities, micronutrient deficiencies, hormone imbalances can affect you big time. Sleep, for crying out loud. Sleep reduce and reduce that stress. Stress. Simplify. 1921 rule. It's not about perfection. Set yourself up for success. Yeah, relax a little bit. You can enjoy food, but 19 out of 21 times, let's get it right. 10 to 12 hour break between dinner and breakfast and choose slowly. Choose slowly. Those are our top 10 nutrition habits. If you always want to know more, you just got to keep following us because the conversation can never stop. We're going to continue it. October 26th is our next... Next. Next. It's our next next nutrition night, 4 p.m. at FMU. Sign up is at FMUshop.com. That one's going to be amazing. That one's going to be awesome. Not like ours wasn't, but it's going to be more amazing. No, no, but like the first session is like mindset. We have so much mindset stuff we didn't talk about today, but that's a whole separate podcast. Set the foundation first, and then let's how can we apply this to October 26th, it's like you and a special guest, Maria Hickman. With Swap It Healthy. Swap It Healthy. Going to dive into what... How do you actually practically do this? What brands do you buy? What healthy alternatives? How do you actually make pizza out of real food? Right. There's ways to do it. We're going to have recipes. We're going to have some samples. And we're going to have lots of swaps for foods that we love that maybe might not be healthy. Yeah. We're going to have some healthy swaps yeah. for them too. Because and we're going to give still, them stuff to take home. Yeah, you can still eat like American traditional food like cheeseburger and french fries. But there's a way to do it. Exactly. In the healthiest way possible. So you're still enjoying it. And pizza. And pizza. You can still enjoy we love pizza. It. All right. All right. So anyways, Coach Amber, thank you for joining me today. You guys, keep following us. Remember, it's not about us, but it starts with us. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.